by this tender love, this tender Jesus. <laughs> Is it okay to have some expectation tonight that Jesus would just move in us and as us? Is that all right? Just to have a little expectation. Oh, Jesus, we love you. We love this family. We love being here right now. We love that, that you've given us this moment in time to be absolutely absolutely wrapped and rich and developed. And, uh, 
thank you for this moment in time right now, Lord, that matters to you. Just as we look at you, as we see you and one another, it matters, Lord. Well, I love you all. We love you too. Oh, thank you. Oh, hallelujah. It's a pleasure to be here with you all. I love you all so much. Thank you for being you. There'll never be anyone like you ahead of time. There's never been anyone like you. You are the one and only you. Beautiful manifested expression of the goodness of God. There's never been an expression of His kindness like you've ever hit planet Earth. Oh, and that's why it's such a tragedy if you ever want to be like someone else because you are perfect and you are absolutely brilliant. Oh, you are wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> And I just recognize you. I recognize the good Papa that I know, the good God in you. <laughs> and I recognize fully in the expression of your face. And I would admonish you tonight to recognize the glory of who you are. You'll never more glorify Jesus Christ than when you just be yourself. <laughs> Amen. So good to be together, guys. It's uh, such an honor to be back with you all. A lot of you are like family. Um, for real, it's crazy. I've been, uh, man, I've hung out countless hours with many of you. And that's so cool. It's so awesome even though we live. A lot of us live at least 100 miles away or more from each other. But, man, I, I love Indiana. I just still love Indiana. I still, and not just uh, the general idea of amazing people, but you guys make up uh, such, a, such an amazing, like, gospel, just swirl. 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 Somebody felt that. <laughs> the swirl of God. Yeah. And uh, so it's such an honor to share. And it's so cool to be, you know, here together. And uh, and like Tim said, you know, you're, each and every one of us, you know, we're just seeing ourselves as unique expressions of God. You know, one of the main messages that we're speaking in this time, a lot of you are getting ready on is 
the revelation that Jesus came to reflect you as in a mirror. Beholding the glory of God as in a mirror. As you look at Jesus, he reveals the true you. But not trying to be the Jesus of 2,000 years ago, but 1 John 4 says, as he is, so are we. So there's many varied expressions of the body of Christ here tonight. And uh, it's so amazing. So good. And uh, woo! So fun to be back with all you drinkers, you know. I know a lot of you guys are hammered drunk, and so uh, it's fun to preach somewhere where they're already... You, 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 you know that you're living filled and flooded with the manifest glory of Jesus. Right? And so maybe we can just have family time tonight and just kind of catch up, you know, because you know, sometimes you're like, wow, you know, I've got this message. I realize that I'm filled with God. And so why do I ever need to go to another meeting again? And actually, there's a lot of freedom in that. <laughs> a lot of you have tasted that, you know. But then... How awesome it is then just to be with the family, you know, and to actually, you know, to stop trying to have religious meetings or to stop trying to accomplish anything or to try to hype up anything or pump anything up, you know, but just to sit together and see, you know, uh, each one of you, I can't live without you, actually, you know. Uh, really, and honestly, it's like First Corinthians 12, right? It says the hand can't say to the foot, I don't need you. Wow. It's like you are Jesus, but uh, actually you, the corporate you, the, cor- the capital Y, the, the capital we, you. Where is it, capital? Praise Jesus. <laughs> Not many of you are wise. Not many of you are eloquent. <laughs> yeah! Ride that wave till you can't even speak. <laughs> yeah. When we all get together, man, it's just, oh my goodness, it's just even richer, you know? Isaiah 66, the wine is in the cluster. Uh, you can make wine out of a single grape, but there's a lot of, you know, it's just, there's a lot more when you're in the cluster. That's so what like, oh, you get a little bit more drunk in the meetings? Well, I mean, honestly, I do get a little more drunk when I'm around you guys, you know? <laughs> so there's no problem with that. You were built that way, you know? You were made that way. Some people are like, oh, man, I feel bad. I don't feel the presence quite as strong. And, you know, the glory will just, uh, just whack you up anywhere you go. Praise the Lord. But, but there's something about this family, and uh, that's what you guys are to me. So, um, honestly, I... I was like, Lord, what am I going to say to all these people? They're already full of it. <laughs> but I just get to be in the little, the little channel, the, uh, the announcer on our flight, the flight attendant, uh, serving up the drinks. 
Amen. You're all you're all of legal drinking age. But uh, I was just feeling, and we are actually going to partake of some body and blood here tonight. We just been we've been doing communion a lot lately, and it's been awesome. We had it last night. It was amazing. It was it was beautiful, and and you know, uh, even as you partake tonight of this body and blood, it's meant so much to me. Like the body and blood of Jesus, and even like the the physical act of taking communion has just been so uh, just powerful to me lately. Um, just meet this table is just meant so much. On the ride down here, we were listening to all these songs, like old, like John Michael Talbot songs, and uh, you guys know some of these old songs about the table. You know what I mean? Oh my! If, if you've never heard the song "Come to the Table," it's so jacked up. Come to the table; He's prepared for you. The 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 how's it go? The the bread of forgiveness, the wine of release. So we are going to partake a little bit, just feast, you know, because First uh, Corinthians chapter 5 says that let us continue this festival, or let our lives be a continued feast celebrating deliverance from sin. So that's, a, that's my lifestyle, and a lot of you, you know, the, these gatherings, and you're just, your whole life is a, is a festival. That's why we're not like wondering if God's going to release the joy tonight, you know what I mean? They're not wondering what the atmosphere of our meeting is going to be like, but anyway, we're going to continue to feast. And uh, well, I just wanted to, to share, I feel like something that's that, that's on the heart of God tonight was uh, to share on God's initiative. And, uh, and you see that so much in the table, and you see that so much in the feast. You know, the, uh, the initiative of our Father, the initiative of Mama Holy Spirit. The initiative of the Trinity. Um, it's, I feel like, you know, even if, you know, all you guys in here, I know almost all of you personally are gospel believers, you're gospel junkies here. And it's so amazing. But, you know, in every season, the initiative of God can still just absolutely refresh your heart. You know, um, <laughs> because the atmosphere everywhere you go, other than from your belly, Everywhere you go, other than from, from within your own heart, it is an atmosphere of performance. You know, it's an atmosphere of, of, uh, of achievement, of pleasing, of man-pleasing, or of God-pleasing even. Almost everywhere you go is trying to, uh, to, to prepare the atmosphere right or to prepare your life right, you know, or to get everything in order. And probably even right now, tonight, there's pressures that you felt even walking in to... to to initiate your own move of God. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh, what is so amazing, Romans chapter 5, uh, this, this is the only verse that was really coming to me as you're coming in. It's just the classic verse in Romans 5. It says, while we were yet sinners. That's right, that's right, that's right. Oh, hallelujah. Christ died. Yes, hallelujah. And that's what this table represents to me more than anything now. I don't know about you guys, but I grew up kind of, you know, in the church taking communion almost every Sunday or at least every other Sunday. And I always, I never really grasped what we were doing, you know. I just, I just was partaking. You know, it's like just another ritual or just whatever. You know, you just do it. And, 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 it's, and I had some beautiful times there. But recently I began to see the table of the Lord as, 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 you know, Jesus said, take this in remembrance of me and you're proclaiming my death until I return. And, uh, and, and, and what's so powerful about that is, is that 
the, the, the Lord of the universe, the God of the universe is laying out a feast for everyone when we were at our worst. Come on! Come on! That's good preaching. That's good preaching. That's still good for my heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, like, any day, I mean, it means what that speaks to you, that every time you get to take this, you know, and this is why I feel like it's so amazing to take it early and often, yeah. as they say. Yeah. To just, or, or at least, you know, to have this in your conscious awareness, because it's all about remembering who you are, where you're from, what, remembering reality, you know, and, and, and in any moment when you feel the weakest, you can know, well, hey, at least I'm not killing God today. You know what I mean? Because there was a, mo a moment in time when all of humanity was united with one voice saying, we want to kill God. So your, your day or whatever point you're at in, in your growth, at least today you're probably, you probably didn't wake up saying, I want to slay the Lord of the universe today. You know what I mean? In fact, most of you are like, oh, Jesus, I just want to love you like with the most powerful, you know, the most amazing thing today. And you can know, you know, and, and it goes on in, in Romans to say, you know, uh, if, if he gave us this much while we hated him, how much more will he not graciously give us Like, it's all God's initiative. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's good preaching. Yeah. That's good preaching. Like, because some of you guys have been in, in this, even in this gospel thing, or in revival, even just like loving God, or just this whatever it is, like serving Jesus for a while, you know, and you, and you want to see a fruit, you know? You want to see the, your region change, you want to see your life manifesting love, you know? You want to see, you want to see this kind of thing happening to everybody. And, uh, and I'm just convinced more than ever that it's all God's initiative. You know? Like if while we were at our worst, his heart was wide open to us. You know? Come on, man. Like how much more than in this moment. Like Because all you have is this moment, right? Like that's what I love about this table as well. It's like it's, it's relevant to bringing your conscious awareness to the present moment. Saying even though we're looking back, to remember that, but we're saying how much more in every single moment is the heart of God wide open. And in fact, taking the full initiative to accomplish, you know, to, to, to will and to do everything according to God's heart. So it's the cross, you know. Uh, I'm not tired of the cross. I'm not, I'm not moving past it because it, 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 the cross is the one thing that gives you eternal confidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eternal in, in, in every situation that that my God, like if 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 God and man were made inseparably united while we hated God, how much more could the fullness must the fullness be manifesting right now? You know, um, we get so tricked so many times uh, into thinking that we've somehow maybe got a little bit less of God. Or something. I don't know if you guys have ever felt that. It's like I I felt God at this moment, or I didn't feel God in that moment. <laughs> and it's all a trick. It's all an illusion. 
It's not real. That's what, that's what this table speaks of. That's what, that's what God's initiative speaks of is that God's initiative in Christ to, to, to come to us while we're at our worst shows us that there can't be any moment where there can be any less of the glory of God. There can't be a single moment where, where we're, uh, we're going to lose track, where we've, you know, it, we're, we've, we've been so afraid of grieving God away. You know? There's been so much fear in our hearts. And it, and it, I want to tell you, if you think you, you know, uh, you, you've gotten past that, I'm telling you, it is, there, the fear has so predominated our culture and society, you know. Uh, there's so much fear of like, you know, well, I just hear him saying the goodness, the goodness. Just tell him about how good I am. Yeah. Hey, you know the fall? Did you know the fall was all, had everything to do with God's goodness? The fall of Adam was all about us getting a picture of God that was less good than he truly is. That's what the fall was. The fall wasn't God leaving us. Jesus said, never will I leave you or forsake you. you know? um, but in our minds, we've, we've adopted, and this is that whole fear thing, you know, even with our teachings on the fear of the Lord and everything, and, and be careful or you're going to grieve the Holy Spirit away. The Holy Spirit's like a really, really super sensitive dove that, you might, that, that might leave you, you know, if you take the wrong turn. Like, I don't know about you, but I've never been able to keep a bird on my shoulder. I mean, I've never really been able to, like... Uh, Maybe you guys are more skilled than me, but I'm not like, you know. <laughs> we have all these pictures, and I, I preached it for so long, you know. And uh, but I just still feel the goodness of God, the the fall that Jesus came to reverse. Right? Jesus came to reverse the curse. Does anyone know that? Yeah. Yeah. Happened two thousand years ago to reverse the curse. But what was the curse? I don't. I don't even think that the you know you can believe what you want about it, but I don't believe the curse was even. God trying to, you know, cause bad things or sending punishment upon the earth. But I, I believe the curse was just the result of us, like, having low views regarding how good reality is. You know? Uh, whoa. And, and, and from that forms, every sort of insecurity comes. You know, comes this fear of, of every moment, fear of tomorrow, fear of, fear of lack. Fear of loss, fear of separation, fear that that we're the ones that aren't going to really feel that love. You know that maybe everybody else in the room can feel God, but not me. The fear, you know, that fear that that uh, I had a great time last week, but this week I've grieved God away. But but Jesus came to reveal that while you're at your worst, you couldn't grieve God away. Uh, so, uh, good news. The manifest presence too. We got all these theologies, you know, about oh well, yeah. Of course, the Otney presence never leaves you, but you know, his felt presence will. Might as well kill me then. You know what I mean? If God's just here intellectually as an idea, that's cool. But no, dude, in this room right now, guys. Whoa, right now. Right now, it doesn't matter who you are. You're, you're so enveloped. You're so... You are one with God. Wow, yes. Inseparable union. Remember Romans 8? Right? What can separate us? But yet we still believe 
that there's coming something or some act or some like we missed out or we haven't learned enough or we're not experienced enough, you know, or that maybe we didn't just pull it together or not. maybe we didn't arrange our finances right or maybe, and all of a sudden we lose the presence of God, you know, we lose the manifest glory and, and uh, but I'm convinced guys, like, you know, uh, you guys all know like the, the, that it's all finished, right? You guys all you guys are realizing that that it is finished. That you guys know that the gospel, Mark 1 15, Matthew 4 17, is that the kingdom of heaven is here now. That the king that everything that most like this is a different message, you know, than you hear in a lot of places. Like most most Christians are waiting for heaven, but Jesus preached that heaven is here. So that's yeah. like if that's the first time you heard that, hallelujah. I know that's not the first for most of you. But, but a lot of us know that we're awakening, that all we're doing now is awakening to that reality, right? All we're doing is our consciousness is being open to, to, to see as God sees, to see what God has always seen, how good reality is, how good, that literally this is heaven now, that heaven is here in fullness, and we're just proclaiming this good news that others can experience it, right? But dude, I'm more convinced, you know, I think something... When the Lord is talking about just God's initiative, I think something that we've, you know, still sometimes, is, even as like finished work people or gospel people or Christ people, I don't care what label you put on it, but as people who believe the gospel, so many times we still feel like that, even like the awakening, okay, well, that's the one part I have to do. You know what I mean? I have to position myself right to like, so that my consciousness will expand. But listen, like, the, the Father sent Jesus, but Jesus also said, it's better that I go away, that one would come, called Holy Spirit, of whose job it is to reveal the truth. Right? Holy Spirit, it says, when Holy Spirit comes, He will speak of all the things that I couldn't even tell you, right? While I was here, like, Holy Spirit came to speak in, in, uh, in, in, uh, woo! We can lose some of our, you know, little charismatic and, and, and Pentecostal like voodoo, witchcraft, you know, tr uh, folk religion stuff by realizing the primary job of Holy Spirit isn't like just the goosebumps. Although I love it. I mean, you know me, dude. I love, I love, I love it all, dude. I love, I love to vibrate under the power. I love signs and wonders. You know, some of our friends are having like jewels fall out of heaven, like by the hundreds, crazy stuff. But you know the primary. The primary job of Holy Spirit on the earth today and in your heart is to reveal Jesus. Is to bring this awakening to the reality of the goodness of God. And all the cosmos inseparably united with God. All, everything. And so, even in this awakening, guys, it's God's initiative. It's Holy Spirit's initiative. It's like, it's like a foolproof plan. It is a foolproof plan. Now you can slow it down in your life, maybe if you, you know trying to run. But there's a you know uh, God's been around a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there's a lot like good luck trying to resist. You might even resist for a hundred years. God's like hundred years. You think that's a long time? You thought that was long. You thought your heart was like a little bit hard or, or stubborn. You thought there was some stubbornness there. But Holy Spirit will continue to take the initiative time and time again. I just hear him saying in this room, like to each one of us tonight, like in the now, like Holy Spirit is taking the initiative to reveal Christ in you and as you right now. Like, and if you're like, man, I'm not even feeling it tonight. <coughs> dude, just, just rest. Just rest. 
just rest again and just say, you know what, like, I, I've become, you know, like a little more passive probably every year. <laughs> Dependent passive instruments, 2 Corinthians 14. Huh? One translation says, you are, you are but a dependent, passive instrument in the hand of the Lord. And, uh, and while I, I do love, you know, having a vibrant attentiveness to the glory, because this doesn't, this doesn't empower you to go out and just like, you know, live trying to run from God, right? But the good news, and that's what a lot of people are afraid of about this message, you know? There's a lot of people afraid of like the, the you know, there's, there's books coming out right now, a lot of you have probably been recommended them about hyper grace and... And, uh, and, and take, you know, being aware of like taking this, you know, taking this everything is a free gift message too far. But I'm telling you, dude, I mean, how many of you guys have, have, have experienced for yourself what it's like to just be given something unconditionally and how that awakens your heart? You know? <laughs> and this gospel comes to say, Listen, guys, like, it's not even heaven as a free gift someday. I'm giving you heaven, no strings attached, as a free gift now. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we're so up. And this is what's going on if you're wondering. We're, we're actually, like, just experiencing, it's like, as if we're in heaven right now. So, imagine that. It's, like, a little different. Whoa. But, but even if you're not experiencing yet, and this has been the tension, I think a lot of us, you know, even in this room have walked in, it's like, Man, you know, I believe this message, but yet, you know, my friend died or something, you know, or, or I got sick, or my finances aren't fully manifesting, or my heart still feels hard in some areas, you know, and, uh, and I just feel like God's just saying tonight, like, it's my initiative, like, this is why Holy Spirit came, to reveal Jesus, and, and uh, no matter how you feel, it's so freeing to know, like, that even, you know, no steps are required. Not even for your awakening. We're all like, oh yeah, I already know there's no steps required for like, you know, my salvation. Whereas if salvation doesn't include everything that ever was. <laughs> but there's not even any of your own initiative required for your awakening. I'm convinced, guys. And this is what reveals that goodness. This is what reverses the curse. When, when you hear of a love that has absolutely no strings attached. Absolutely. And I think that's something we're learning as a family, you know, across the, the state and the region. It's like, what's so cool about this? Because I know not everyone, no, no, none of us in this room agree theologically on everything. None of it, you know, we, we all have some things in common and it makes it a little bit easier, but... But honestly, like, what's so cool is there is a love that's arising with no strings attached. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. And uh, I believe that this gospel is, is what fully empowers that kind of love. When you see that reality is like that, like, there, there are so many theological, like, strongholds that come tumbling down before unconditional love. Yeah. We're like, wait, what about this thing in the Old Testament? What about when God slayed all these things? What about all that? And you're like, I've, I've come now to a place where I'm at peace saying that love is so strong within me that I'm just going to go with love even if I don't understand certain yeah, passages. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm actually letting Christ within me interpret scriptures that yeah, I haven't understood. And saying it's okay to, like, leave some... Do you don't even have to come up with an answer. You 
just leave a question mark right, and just right. keep it experiencing yeah, this yeah, tangible yeah, cloud of love because yeah, there's so much fruit on it and everybody knows it. Nobody, there's no mistaking love. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Like, when, when someone feels this, they're like, man, I have all these arguments about it, but I just want to keep hanging out, you know? Uh, I just want to keep, it's fine. I, I don't, you know, I don't understand what is going on, but like, but look at the love. And, uh, whoa, and I believe that's what Holy Spirit is doing. Like, Holy Spirit is making, taking the initiative, like, within us to awaken us to the fullness of this gospel. And, uh, you know, I know there's been a lot of, you know, movements that have happened in the past. There's been a lot of church splits and people derailed and all this thing. But all I can say is, like, this is all I see in Jesus, you know, is a foolproof plan for worldwide awakening. For all the cosmos realizing that they're unconditionally loved. And so, this is what we're singing about tonight. That's why I love having Timmy in. We love you, but we love you, Timmy. So love your songs, dude. Uh, uh, man, we just bless your album to come out. Because <laughs> he's singing songs of unconditional love found and rooted and grounded in Christ. You know, rooted and grounded in this gospel. And like so many people are still misinterpret Jesus as just a taskmaster. And songs like what Timmy's singing is is revealing like it's just an unconditional inclusion of all all creation. That there never was any separation. That there never was a, a moment that we were without. And there was never a moment that we had to climb back into the Father's heart. You know? There was never a moment we had to reposition ourselves. Even for the full manifestation, they're like, well, I know I don't have to position myself to kind of feel a little bit good. No, I'm talking about you know, the full manifestation for free. I still believe it, guys. I still believe it's all free. <laughs> even awakening, you know, even even the, whatever you want to call it, the manifestation, the realization, the reality, it's all, dude, just, just, you know, and, and, uh, and uh, I'm not going to talk for anyone. But as we bring it to a close, this this table reveals to me how precious, uh, you know, not just the spiritual is. Most of us have this background where we're we're, we're, we're pressing through the spiritual. But every moment, because even along the journey where you're like, you know what, I don't feel, I'm not seeing all the manifestations that I want to see. And and hopefully that's the case for everyone in here. You know, you always want to see greater manifestation. Amen? Like, I want to see great, I want to see 100% people healed in every city, everywhere. Everywhere, dude. Everywhere. That's my earnest expectation, and I believe that that will happen. So I have a greater expectation. But, you know, what this table reveals in the scandal that's like just natural bread and natural wine is that even every little natural, oh my God, like what a manifestation is to have everything. Restores this childlike, like expectant, just thing to to every moment again, you know, along the journey. Like, hey, like, I mean, we're all longing for a great woo, healing manifestation in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I mean, I I am. I want to yeah. see some hospitals emptied out. I want to see yeah. you know drug yeah. rehab centers just not yeah. even needed. You know, crazy stuff. But like, yeah. hey, in this moment of time. Like we we can have we can still be expecting that and, and and looking for those greater manifestations, but in this time, like even in just the little bread and the in the, the the little wine that we do have, like look at the body of Christ that's right around you. Like look at you have I mean you 
You're able to give a massage to your friend right now. That's heavenly. Yeah. You know? I asked for one. Yeah, here. dude, come on. It's so good. You know, the scandal of like, of a, it, it just empowers you because you're not worried that you're missing out in this moment. You know what I mean? Because it's Holy Spirit's job. So, you, like, faith, so many times we've made faith into the one work that's still required. You know? But even faith is God's initiative. And so it's like, wow, I can fully just lean back and say, if, if, if all those healings aren't happening, I'm not even going to to try to explain why. I'm just going to enjoy now and trust God. Because, it, whoa, this cross has revealed it, like, it, enough for me. You know what I mean? This cross has told me that I don't have to ask God every day, what have you done for me lately? You know what I mean? He's won my heart already. I'm convinced. That if the God of the universe would, would, would love me when I was at my worst, then I'm pretty sure that every moment is going to be all right, too. Yay! So let's, let's do this. Can we, can we just feast together and, uh, and just be family? Let's just enjoy this moment. And uh, wow, we're going to see some amazing things in Indiana, guys. I'm really excited. I, I still, this state, you guys, this, these people are in my heart. I'm so excited. But but let's just feast now and just know that there is so much in this room right now. There is so much heaven. In fact, there couldn't be any more heaven in this place than there is right now. And that's the reason to feast. <laughs> I just want to share, you're such a good preacher. Yeah. That was so, such yeah. a good I love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Just can you put your arm around your neighbor and just just give him a little a little encouragement. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Just want to read this portion of scripture as we do this, you know. Communion is such a beautiful thing. We for so long have had it where it's become a sin conscious activity. You know, where we go to church and I've done so many communion meetings. Not I've administered them, but I've just been on the receiving end and it's just been the most horrible, awful, disgusting time. And it's such a travesty because this meal is not the remembrance of our sin. It's the remembrance of our innocence. It's the declaration that we are not sin conscious, but we are Christ conscious. This is our meal. And so I want to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And uh, it says, uh, oh, that's beautiful. You know, this meal is not the remembrance of your faults, of your shortcomings, of your of your of your sinfulness, of your deficiency. This meal is the declaration that Christ is your life. And I love how the mirror says in here in 1 Corinthians 10, it says, My dearly loved friends, escape into his image and likeness in you, in you, where the distorted image or idolatry loses its attraction. Oh, that's a beautiful elephant. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's heaven. It says, when we share a meal together, we declare our association in Christ. Every time we drink, 
from the same cup, which we're not going to actually drink from the same cup. We'll dip. When you dip, I dip, we dip. Every time we drink from the same cup. <laughs> we communicate the language of the covenant of grace. Say grace. grace. Which is what our fellowship is all about. The wine we drink is our participation in what the blood of Christ represents. The wine we drink is our participation in what the blood of Christ is representing. As filthy as you had gotten in your life, as broken and stained, that is how deeply clean you are. This cup is the declaration that you are without spot or wrinkle, absolutely holy, clean, 100% right now. You are innocent. Not by your own doing, but because of the one, Jesus. Hallelujah. The bread that we break celebrates our participation in the incarnation. to read that one more time. <laughs> the bread that we break celebrates our participation in the incarnation. So the bread that we break celebrates our participation in the incarnation. The prophetic promise became flesh in his person. We are jointly declaring that in the revelation of our inclusion in his death and resurrection, we, say we, say we, say we, we, we are now the visible body of Christ. The single loaf of bread that we all, say all, partake of represents the fact that although there are many of us there is only one Christ by eating together from that one bread we are declaring that we are one body in Christ and that he is incarnated in each of us wow we are declaring that when we eat this bread and we drink this wine, that we are understanding that Jesus Christ is incarnated in each of us. Oh, you remember, you remember when uh, he was uh, with uh, the, the two on the road to Emmaus? You remember when they're walking along and they're, they're going on the road to Emmaus, right? And, and Jesus is somehow disguised from them. They don't recognize that it's Jesus. And they're all disappointed, right? And, and so he starts, he starts preaching himself to them out of the prophets and out of the law and out of Moses. And it says their hearts began to burn. Their hearts began to burn. And as they're walking along, he acts like he's just going to continue to go on by himself, right? And then they say, no, no, please, please, will you stay with us? 
Will you stay with us just a little longer? Because we want to keep hearing about what you're saying. Because it's making our hearts burn, right? So he stays. He comes in. And what do they do? He, he breaks bread with them. And it says that he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. And as he breaks the bread, right, what happens? Whoop, he disappears. Why? Because now suddenly they realize it was not about Jesus being in his body. It was about Jesus being in your body. Hey, see, the distance between them and, and Jesus between the table was too far. Just lift your hands all over this place. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we recognize that you are in us fully and we are in you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Just lift your voice for a second and just thank him. Oh, just we recognize Jesus tonight that you are in us. Oh, there's an inseparable union so much that I don't even know where I begin and you end. That you are my true self, Jesus. This bread that we break, this wine that we drink tonight is the celebration of our unbroken union. And it's all a gift tonight.